What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jock. Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. So we have a pretty good show today. We're going to talk about the Hawks and their pretty rough week. Um, didn't have any wins so far this week. Um, so we're on a four-game losing streak. We'll talk about that and also delve a little bit into a post-game interview. So listen up and we'll get right into it. All right, so like I said already, the Hawks, they're looking pretty bad right now. Um, It was just a rough week, four straight losses for the Atlanta Hawks. The first was actually a 97 to 85 point loss to the Bulls on the 27th. Then the Sixers beat Atlanta by 21 points on Monday. The Cavs really just tore into the Hawks on Tuesday, outscoring the Hawks by 22 points. And finally... The Kings blew out Atlanta on Thursday by a margin of 31 points, 146 to 115 on Thursday. So, yeah, pretty bad. The defensive problems really are persistent, and this has especially been true after halftime. Out of the last four games, Atlanta's opponents are averaging 54 points on 42% shooting in the first half. However, now, in the second half, That's when it gets much worse and it jumps to 69 points and 53% shooting um, for the Atlanta Hawk opponents. So you can see the discrepancy. Much better shooting percentage for Atlanta's opponents in the second half and many more points scored. The biggest blowout seemed to happen not just in the second half, but particularly in the third quarter where over the last four games, the Hawks opponents are hitting 57% and allowing an average of 36 points in that quarter alone. That's a lot of points for one quarter. Even with the um, new NBA rules, which seems to be increasing offense, that's still a lot of points. The truth of the matter is that the Hawks' defense, particularly after the halftime break, has been pretty atrocious. We also lead the entire league right now in turnovers at 19 turnovers a game. In fact, over the last four games, the games that we all lost um, this week, Atlanta has almost averaged 21 turnovers per game. And that's just pretty bad. There's also been a drop in offense. Last week, Atlanta actually led the NBA in three-pointers made at the end of last week. We are now number five, so we dropped down four spots. Before this horrible four-game stretch, we're also third in three-point percentage. Now we are 17th in the NBA. We only hit 30% from three for the last four games. 30%, which is pretty terrible for a team that is supposed to be a good three-point shooting team. Tarian is in an awful slump right now. According to rotoworld.com, Tarian actually shot only 24% the last three games. 24% from the field. Not 24% from three, which is bad enough, but 24% from two-point range. So I'm confident he's going to shake out of this soon, but it's really surprising because before... This slump, I mean, Taurine was just on a tear. Very, very efficient. He was shooting amazing. So for him to drop drop so dramatically, it's pretty, pretty crazy. But I have a feeling he'll jump back in and start hitting his shots again very soon. So 
those were the low points this week. But there has been some bright spots also. Trey Young has been a little bit more efficient as of late. He continues to improve his shot selection and his ability to finish is getting better also. He hit 46% against the Kings, um, but he missed his lone three-point attempt. But 46%, not great, but you can see he's doing better with his efficiency. 46% is at least respectable. The game before that, he actually did great. He was 69% from the field against the Cavs and 75% from three-point range. He scored 24 points and four assists on that game against the Cavs also. So that's a great line from our rookie. Very good. So here's some more um, interesting um, things about Trey Young. Mark Spears wrote an article about Trey Young on the undefeated.com and it seems like he's really enjoying Atlanta. Now to me that's very important because I want him to really enjoy playing for the Hawks and being in the city of Atlanta because it seems from my perspective and from my history of following the Atlanta Hawks and Atlanta sports in general for the last 20 something years I've been a Hawks fan. Um, many of our professional athletes, especially the Atlanta Hawks, feel underappreciated. If y'all don't remember Joe Johnson, our former uh, multiple-time All-Star, he was actually booed off the court by Hawks fans in 2010 after underperforming during the playoffs. According to John Krolik of Pro Basketball Talk, Joe Johnson actually stated after that, he said this, It's all about the locker room. We could care less if they showed up or not, end quote. Talking about the Atlanta fa- fans, he's saying not only him, but... The rest of the Hawks, he feels like, could care less if Atlanta fans even showed up to the games because he's just frustrated with the Atlanta fan base. Now, I know the Joe Johnson situation was more complicated than that, and there's more to it than just this incident. But Al Horford, also, when he left Atlanta, he left in dramatic fashion also because his dad, Al Horford's dad, went on a Twitter rant about how unappreciative Atlanta fans are. And I've already been hearing comments from others um, that they're surmising that Trey won't be in Atlanta very long because we have such a hard time keeping good players because they want to play somewhere where they feel more appreciated. However, in this article that I'm talking about, um, written by Mark Spears in The Undefeated, Trey says this, I can walk down the street and it's crazy, Young said. Trey Young said. People are running down the street asking for pictures. Quickly, they have embraced me. It's perfect for me. I don't think I could have picked a better city to move away from home for my first place, end quote. So that's very comforting to me that he is being embraced by Atlanta. I hope this keeps up. I hope he stays happy here because it would be a real shame if we groom him, develop him, and then he leaves to play for the Lakers or the Knicks or some other team that seems to have. I love my city of Atlanta. Um, I love the people but a better fan base that is a little less pessimistic than the Atlanta fan base. It's just the truth. If you're a Hawks fan, you know this is true because it just is. Um, The Atlanta Hawks, before this tank, um, in the recent two years, this year and the year before, we were only one of two teams in the NBA that had a decade-long playoff 
um, appearance. So we, we made the playoffs for 10 years straight. Only us and the San Antonio Spurs have done that. Now, you would not know that we are consistently a respectable team for an entire decade by talking to anybody because nobody shows up to the game. So hopefully, since Trey Young is not just a player, but he is a marketable player that has like a superstar type of appeal to him, that this will change and we can really turn this around. Um, so let's just hope for that. Another bright spot was Jeremy Lin. Okay, so Jeremy Lin against the Kings, he had 23 points on Thursday. He was only on the floor for 23 minutes, but he shot 20, he shot 62% from the field. He also got a block and a steal. So I see that he's not still quite as explosive as he was before the injury, but he's definitely getting better and better. I'm confident we're going to see him back to the old Jeremy Lin before the season's end. Another very important thing is Coach Pierce mentioned Jeremy had a very inspiring post-game speech to his teammates after um, the Kings loss. So Jeremy Lin said the speech was basically him sharing how he didn't even know he would ever play in the NBA again. And that the Hawks, even though they had a tough loss, they should be grateful for the opportunities that they have and try to really have a joy for the game. So he challenged them to play with a positive attitude and energy because it will help them play better and enjoy it more. He believes that they have potential and are a lot better than what they have been playing. He also particularly mentioned defensively. He says he knows that they're much better defensively than they've been playing, but just in general, they're better than what they have been showing up as, as of late. So he really challenged them, and you can really see that Jeremy Lin is already helping the team as a mentor and a good locker room presence. And this is very, very important because he wants them to be aggressive, he says, play for each other and have fun. He says if they play for each other and they have fun and the aggression will naturally happen, and then that's when they're going to find themselves playing well. Now, Atlanta still has a long way to go, but this type of attitude, in my opinion, is indispensable in the locker room when a team is rebuilding like the Atlanta Hawks. So I'm glad, once again, we have people like Vince Carter. We have people like Jeremy Lin that are very good locker room presence type of players in the Atlanta Hawks organization right now. So those are a few bright spots. Hopefully today um, we will play better and hopefully throughout next week we'll also have a few more wins and we can talk about more wins next episode. But that's all I have today. Um, once again, this is the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast. Follow me on social media. Um, follow MTMV Sports. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on um, iTunes and Spotify. And follow me on social media. Um, my handle is I am Jjock. I A M J A E J O C. And we will talk to you later. Once again, Hawks on the Hardwood podcast. And I'm out.